Welcome to Principles of Faith. Today, our speaker, Shala Islamzada, shares about the biblical truth, unity in the body of Christ. Son, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And when I'm not, uh, when I'm off on my days off, I usually wake up at 4.35 because there is a special blessing. There is a blessing when we start our day with the Lord, when we give the first portion of our day to Father. His peace, his anointing takes over your heart. Not that it's not there when you're not doing it, but we change our atmosphere. We keep our thoughts captive. It helps us to dwell in him, even mightier and stronger. I always tell everyone, the first portion of my money belongs to Father. And I see the blessing that comes to me. I knew it from the first time I became Christian, which was September 23, 2006. The first day of my week, Sundays, I give it to the Lord. And the first beginning, the first time, is it for 10 minutes? Is it for 20 minutes? Is it for 30 minutes? On my days off, it lasts for hours because I enjoy it so much. I give it to the Lord, and that's when Holy Spirit starts giving me revelations. When, as I was um, talking to Father about these problems that came to me, I said, Father, soothe my heart with your words. And he took me to Psalm 9. I want everybody to go to Psalm 9. So David starts by thanking Father. It says, I, give th- I, give, I will give thanks to you, Lord, with all my heart. I will tell of all your wonder deeds. I will be glad and rejoice in you. I will sing the praise of your name, Almighty. So he's in trouble. He goes to Father. First, he starts with praising Father, telling Father that he came here. First, he remembers all the good things that he has done in his life in the past. And then he turns to his enemy, and this is what he says. My enemies, turn back. And then he tells us, they stumble and perish before you, for you have upheld my right and my cause, Father. Sitting in throne as a righteous judge, you have rebuked the nations and destroyed the wicked. So enemy, it doesn't matter any way he wants to come against us. If he wants to bring the whole nation against us, we have a father who is in throne and he is a righteous judge. He perished them. He rebukes them. It doesn't matter what form, what shape, what numbers they come against us. You have blotted out their names forever and ever. Endless ruin has overtaken my enemies. You have uprooted their cities. Even the memory of them has perished. The Lord reigns forever. He has Establish his throne for judgment. He rules the world in righteousness and judges the people 
with equity. Equity means in righteousness, with just, with right. Stronghold in time of trouble. He's our stronghold in the time of trouble. And here, when he starts giving me this revelation, those who know, know your name trust in you. And this is, Holy Spirit started talking to me. He said, Shala, when you trust the Lord, when you trust me, when you trust your Lord and Savior, you become united with them. And there is a power in unity. Anytime we run to Father, we say, Father, we praise you. Father, we thank you. Father, you awesome. I stand on your word. You get united with kingdom of heaven, with the powers, those spiritual heavenly powers. We get united with Father, with our Lord, and with Holy Ghost. And when we get united, nothing can, can come against you. There is a, such a power in unity. And then he started taking me throughout the whole Bible. I want everyone to go to book of Genesis. Go to the book of Genesis in chapter 11. So everyone knows I've been preaching since last year about the power of imagination. Power of imagination. Guys, fix your imagination. Keep your thought on Christ. Your imagination is mighty. The power of imagination is mighty. Fix your imagination. Line it up with the word of God. But let's go to Genesis 11. So now we want to talk about the power of unity. This is a famous verse on imagination. When we read verse 6, it says, The Lord says, if as one people speaking the same language, they have begun to do this, then nothing they plan to do will be impossible for them. Nothing that they imagine would be impossible. But let's go ahead and go to verse 1. It says, now the whole world. Remember, the whole world was corrupted, corrupted, had one language, and one common speech. So they became united in their speech and in their language. As people moved east, eastward, they found a plain in Shinar and settled there. They said to each other, come, they became one. They make this plan together. Satan knew the power of unity. That's why he said, let's come, all of you. Same language you're speaking, let's plan together. It says, come, let's make bricks and bake them thoroughly. They use brick instead of stone and tar for mortal. Then they said, come, let us build ourselves a city with the tower that reaches the heaven so that we may make a name of ourselves. Otherwise, we will be scattered over the face of the whole earth. Satan gave them this knowledge that they need to get united. 
they get united, they can reach, they can whatever they imagine, it's going to be done. Even father said, look what father sees. When he came down to, to see the city and the tower they were build, building, it says, I like the way King James says, it says, the people is one. It says, it doesn't say the people are one. It says, the people is one. Why? Because their heart became one heart. Their thought became one thought. Their imagination became one imagination. That's why Father said, now they are one. Whatever they imagine is going to be, it's going to be done. So that's why he came in battle and create confusion between the language. And that's how they scatter. But this is the power of unity. When we stand in the word of God, when we are anxious, anxious, but we go to him, we say, Father, this is what your word says. I'm, I'm going to be united with you. I'm going to uni be united with your word. Then whatever we imagine, he's going to give us beyond our imagination. When we get united with Father, the, the power that exists is in unity is, is mightier than imagination. You can sit down and imagine on, on your own. But when we imagine based on the word of God, that means we've been united with Father. That's when we'll see the result and manifestation of our imagination on earth. to go I want to go I want everyone to go to Ephesians 1 so we know we see how from the beginning Holy Spirit taught about the power of imagination but he didn't stop there the power of unity he didn't stop there let's go to Ephesians 1 I'm going to just say it in my words and then read the verse. When we read Ephesians 1, verse 9 and 10, it says, this is what the Holy Spirit is revealing to us. It says the mystery has been revealed through Jesus Christ. And what is the mystery? Everything in heaven and earth come to unity in Christ. Why? Because there is a power in unity. From the beginning when Father created, created us, we were under one kingdom. It was just one kingdom. Everywhere you, you looked, there was one kingdom. And that was his kingdom. The kingdom of God. But Adam and Eve sinned. And the kingdom was divided. It became the kingdom of darkness and the kingdom of light. And the darkness took over the whole earth to the point that Light would come down, but it would go back to heaven. There was a division between heaven and earth. But not after Jesus came. The mystery is revealed. Everything in Jesus Christ came to unity. It says, he made known to us. Ephesians 1 verse 9. The mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure, which he purposed. In Christ, to be put into effect when the times reach their fulfillment, to bring unity to all things 
in heaven and on earth under Christ. This is one of the teaching that um, Holy Spirit being pounding on my head. Get united with your husband. Get united with your family in Christ. Get united. Teach them and bring them. All of you stay together, stand in agreement, stand in agreement. And I'm sure you have noticed anytime I have a prayer request, I don't say, ask Father. I always say, I want everybody to stand in agreement with me that this is what I want. Because when we get united, there is a mighty power that no dark spirit can stand it, can stand that power. I want everyone now to, to go to 2 Corinthians 5, 14. We're going to read all the way to 5, um, 20. Okay. So this yesterday, when I was writing, as Holy Spirit was revealing to me, I couldn't stop not to cry. Especially when I read 2 Corinthians 5, 14 to 20, I just put the Bible to the side and I just wept. I just wept. I was like, Father, I can't comprehend the love you have for us. I just can't. Anytime you reveal to me that you are the one who's coming and begging us to join him. You are like, here, I came here. My ministry is for you to be reunited with me. It just brings tears into my eyes. I'm like, how lost we are. Our, our heart, our heart never going to get. That is you right there. It says, come, come, hold my hand. I'm right here to get you. I'm right here to be reunited with you. You come and be reunited with me. Bond with me. Bond with my words. Have faith. What is faith? Believe it even if you don't see it. Picture it done. Nothing can come against you. No enemy can harm you. Even if you don't see it, stand firm. James 4, 7. Stand firm. Stand firm in faith. But let's read from um, verse 14. So 2 Corinthians 5, verse 14. This is what Holy Spirit is teaching us through Apostle Paul. For Christ's love compels us compels it means force us it just it just makes us move with compassion because we are convicted that one died for all don't you see unity here one died for all and therefore all died and he died for all that those live those who live, how can we live? By coming to Christ. Those who come to Christ, those who believe that what he did on the cross for us, those are the ones who live. It says, those who live should no longer live for themselves, but for him who died for them and was raised again. Why? Because when we live for him, what happens? When we all have one purpose, one tension that's living for him, what happens? It brings the body of Christ into unity. Our thoughts becomes one. What is the, how should we live for him? What did Jesus said? 
It says, I have only two um, command for you. Love the Lord with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind, and love your neighbor like you love yourself. Just if we live for him, who is love, attention, our thoughts, our goals become one, the body of Christ becomes united. And what happens when we come united? When we become united, nothing can come against us. There is a mighty power in love. So from now on, we regard no one from a worldly point of view. Though we once regarded Christ in this way, we do so no longer. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old has gone. The new is here. All this is from God Listen to me. Who reconcile? Do you know what reconcile means? Reconcile means reunite us. Who reunited us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. That God was reconciled. Reconciling the world to himself in Christ. Not counting people's sin against them. Father was looking, planned for this way. So he wouldn't look at us through our sin, but through Christ. So we can be reunited. We can be reunited to him. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. What a love. That he says, come, you're part of me. Come and join back to me. Come, be united with me. I want you to be united with me because I want all the good things for you. This is the God we're serving. If that, bring, if that doesn't touch your heart, I don't know what would. Yesterday, I couldn't even, I was like, Holy Spirit, let me take a deep breath. Let me take a deep breath. The creator of this world shouting, come to me, join back to me, be reunited with me. Don't fear. I got it. I got it. Don't fear. When we read Philippians 4, 4 to 7, what does Holy Spirit is telling us again? It says, be anxious for nothing. Lift up your request with praise and thanksgiving. Why with praise and thanksgiving? Father already knows what we want. He's not a dumb father. He knows. If the moment we go before him, he says, it's done. Just rest at my feet. Just rest at my feet. It is done. Trust me, my sweet child. He says that God... It says that his ministry is the ministry of reconciliation. And he says that he commanded to us the message of reconciliation. We are therefore Christ's ambassadors. Do you know what, who ambassadors are? Let me tell you about ambassadors. I know you know it, but I love to talk, so let me tell you. <laughs> so ambassadors.
ambassadors are people who go, who belong to, for instance, who belong to U.S., and they go to other countries, and they introduce their government to other countries. That's why it says we are Christ's ambassadors. Why? Because we don't belong to this world. Our kingdom is the heavenly kingdom. We just here to introduce our God, our king, our government, our kingdom to other people who don't belong to our kingdom and encourage them to bind with us, to come to our kingdom, to come to our country that we belong to. We are Christ's ambassador as though God were making his appeal through us. Listen. Listen to me. Listen. I want everybody to listen to this. It says that as though God were making his appeal through us. What does appeal mean? Appeal means to earnest request. To beg us. To plead to us. That is beautiful. We implore you on Christ's behalf. Be reconciled to God. Be reconciled to God. He's asking us. He says, be united with God. Oh, my gosh. And we come, we go to God. We start begging, God, please answer my prayers. That is so wrong. This is the Father who's waiting for us to come to him, who's begging us, who's begging, who's begging us. He's making earnest requests, who's pleading us, come join me, come join me, come be united with me, come be united with me. What a love, what a love. God met him who had no sin to be a sin for us, so that in him we might become the righteous of God. Let's go ahead and go to James 4, 8. So for James 4, 7 is what I always remind myself, that the Holy Spirit spoke it to us and remind all of us through Beverly. And uh, submit yourself. I said, um, Father, I'm submitting yourself to you. I'm submitting yourself to you. But now, since yesterday, my wording has changed. I'm like, Father, I'm being reunited with you. I'm united with you, with Holy Ghost, with Jesus Christ. I am united with heavenly forces, Father. And I'm standing against enemy. Hallelujah to your mighty name. I trust you through faith. I re- I unite, I'm being united with you by trusting you and through my faith. But let's continue, 8. 8 says, come near to God. And he will come near to you. Do you know what happens when we come to, near to God? We become united with him. We become one with him. Now let's go to 1 Corinthians 12.
Corinthians 12:13. This is what Holy Spirit is teaching us in 1 Corinthians 13, 12 verse 13. For we all, all of us, his children, we all, all, I mean each one of us, all of us, we were baptized by one spirit. By one spirit, capital S, Holy Spirit, so as to form one body. Don't you call that unity? We are united in spirit. We are united in body. There is no Jewish and Gentiles. It breaks my heart that there, there, we still have Christians who think America is blessed because Jewish people live here. I'm like, that's not what Father told me. When I saw the power of his name and I gave my life to Jesus, soon Holy Spirit started teaching me. And Father said, this is the blessing. The blessing you see in America is the blessing that I'm pouring on my children. And other people are being blessed because of the blessing I'm pouring on my children. He didn't say Jewish. He didn't say Gentile. When we read Romans 2.11, Father says, I show no favoritism. There is, look at here. He says, we were all baptized by one spirit so as to form one body. We all together, we have one spirit. We, have, we are in one body. We have been emerged, baptized in one body. When we talk about Christian community, it's not people. It's one spirit, one body. It doesn't matter if you're Jewish. When you come to Christ, you are in the body of Christ. It doesn't matter if you're Muslim. When you're here, you're the body of Christ. It's not Jewish and Gentiles anymore. Is Toby a Jewish? Yes. Am I, I used to be a Muslim, yeah? But who are we? We are children of Christ. We are one in Christ. We are, all of us are united. It says, there is no Jewish Gentile. There is no slave or free. We were all given the one spirit to drink. Even so, the body is not made up of one part, but of many. We have, we all are in one body, body of Christ. The unity is so powerful. It was in 2013 when Holy Spirit started teaching me about my family in Christ. Because I became Christian, my sister turned her back against me. And I, I was raised by my sisters. My sisters were my mom, dad, friends, ev my everybody. My mom was constantly traveling to different parts of the country, to other countries. I, I don't remember, honestly, raised, being raised by mom. So when, they turned, when my sister turned her back to me, because I became Christian, it shattered my heart. It shattered my heart. I was, we were in a mission, mission trip through Caris Bible College, me and Merrill. And um, a man came to me. He said, when I was, he was from Colorado. He said, when I was in Colorado, for a, a mighty woman of God came to me. He said, you are going to meet a woman from Charlotte. And he said, as soon as I saw you, Holy Spirit said, this is the woman 
that I, I knew you're going to meet. So, and I always hold, hold, ask Holy Spirit, what is, why? What? And I looked at him, I'm like, why he wants me to meet you? Not in being sarcastic or, I was just, I was just like, what is it? I knew there, is, there was something, but I didn't know what it was. Through that man, me and his wife, his wife and, and I, <laughs> fix my <laughs> vocabulary. But anyway, um, we became good friends to the point that I, I, that, that pig man is out of the picture. It's me and his wife became such a good friends. And she always sent me these encouraging words. And father would give him vis- uh, visions and he would, sp- uh, he would speak to her words and she would text me. And we bonded to this day every morning or at least three, four days every week, every week we text. We became so close. One day I was cleaning my um, kitchen and I was just praying in a spirit. And father said, Shala, now you have a sister. I was like, this is why you wanted me to meet this man. Because your goal was for me and Donna to meet. And Donna, we are best friends. I think she's close to be 80 years old. And this man was close to 70, 80 years old. So we, this is our family. So because of that, to me, you are not my church people or my church friend. You are my family in Christ. I always, anytime I have a brother and sister in Christ and the other sister and brother comes, I always tell them, this is our sister in Christ so-and-so. Because we are family. And Father always tells me that how important it is to stay together, to pray together. It says the prayer of righteous person is mighty. When we read, I believe is James 5.16. Can someone check that for me? I think it's James 5.16. It says, the prayer of righteous man is mighty. Oh, here I am in the book of James. That's right, okay. It says, the prayer of righteous man is mighty. Do you know why? Do you know why when we pray it's powerful? And we must believe that it's done. So I want to give you this beautiful, beautiful imagination. Um, if I give you a p- picture on uh, eye drop, can you get it and put it, load it on the computer and show it on that thing? No. <laughs> so, so this is what I want you to imagine. You know we have a cloud of witness. Do you know who the cloud of witness are? The warrior of God, the mighty people of God who are in heaven. Like Ibrahim, I saw the reason. Well, one day Pastor Scott was um, praying here, and the Holy Spirit gave me a um, vision. As, as my eyes was closed and my hands was raised, and as, as Pastor Scott was praying, we all were standing in agreement with him. So we all had our hands raised, and my eyes was closed. And suddenly I saw a man. I, I, was, I saw myself in a sta- spirit standing here, not here in this place, the place that I was standing. I saw a man um, standing right here across from me by facing this way. It's like he was facing the pa- pastor Scott, and his hands was up. And Holy Spirit told me, this is Ibrahim. I said, 
This is Ibrahim. And Ibrahim, as he was standing and looking at Pastor Scott and raised his hand to stand in agreement with Pastor Scott, turned around and looked at me and then started and looked back and listened to the prayers, standing in agreement with Pastor Scott as he was praying. And then suddenly, Spirit Man, Holy Spirit moved me from the side, and I was placed right across from Ibrahim. When I was pray, placed right across from Ibrahim, I saw multitude, multitude behind Ibrahim raising their hands. I didn't know about cloud of witness. That was then Holy Spirit told me, this is the cloud of witness who is standing in agreement with you. When you pray. Is it just Pastor Scott? No. All of us are righteous through Christ. So what makes our prayers so mighty when on earth, when on earth, we stand in agreement, we pray, in heaven, the cloud of witness stand in agreement with us. So I'm going to put microphone down. Well, what enemy, what darkness do you think is going to attack us? And I also bring to you the power of unity. Not saying. Not saying. So let's say you are going before Father and you're praying in your imagination. See the cloud of witness in heaven standing in agreement with us. See Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. We are united with heaven. We are not on earth on our own. What did Jesus say? He said, in, It was, I want everyone. Oh, thank you for telling me. I, what this Jesus told us in, I want everyone, I highly recommend everyone to go home and read John 14, 15, 16, and 17. He says, I never, I'm not going to leave you as orphans. No other God has been so mighty, giving such a promise. We are not left on earth as an orphan. We are left on, we are here with Holy Spirit within us, with heaven joined forces, with our force on earth, with Father, Son, Holy Ghost watching over us. This is who we are. This is what makes a prayer, the prayer of a righteous person so mighty, so mighty. I hope and pray that this teaching has touched your heart the way it touched my heart yesterday. I was just overwhelmed, overwhelmed 
by the love he has for us. That how he's telling me, don't be afraid. My brothers and sisters in Christ, when we fear, do you know who you be united with? Satan. When you're anxious, do you know who you be united with? Satan. Faith and fear goes against each other. Fear and hope go together and gets you united with Father, Son, and Holy Ghost and heavenly forces in in heaven. But fear is always against fate because there is no hope in fear. Turn your back to fear and follows with anxiety. But faith follows with hope, with joy, and then with peace. Our Heavenly Father, we come in before you by faith in Yeshua's mighty name. Father, we praise you. We thank you for the love you have for us, that you loved us first. You loved us first. Father, we never can comprehend the love you have for us. But we give you with the amount that we understand. We give you thanks and praise. We praise you, Father. We praise you, Father. Father, if we have ever allowed fear and anxiety and doubt come to our heart, Father. Father, we repent. We repent and we thank you for your love. Thank you, Father, for your love. That now on, we're going to be united to you and heavenly forces through trust and through faith. Thank you, Father. We thank you for your son, that it was your plan for him to come on earth and die for us. It was your plan, Father. The cross was your plan for us. We praise you forever. We sing hallelujah, hallelujah to your mighty name. Jesus, we praise you. We thank you for being obedient to what Father asked you to do. Jesus, you saw this day then. You saw our freedom then. We thank you. We praise your mighty name. We praise your mighty name. If we have Holy Spirit, it's because of what you did on the cross for us. If we call the Lord, the creator of this world, the only living God, our Father, is because of what you did on that cross for us. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Holy Spirit, we thank you. We praise you for choosing as our body as your temple, for abiding within us forever. We praise you. We thank you. We thank you for revealing the power and deep revelation that exists in every single word of Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that you are our only teacher and our only guider. Our power on earth is only because of you within us. We thank you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And we love you that we recognize and we know we are nothing 
thank you for joining us today. We thank this you for this teaching. You we Hope thank Church. you for you doing. If you would like more information about Hope Church or to listen to more, name, please go to www.hopechurchnc.org. That's www.hopechurchnc.org.